Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to be. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our job. Joey Clark. Uh, hello and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Be sure to go to our Facebook page, give it a like, see for upcoming guests and what's on my mind and post in articles, things I come across. And really, as y'all folks out there have been listening, this is a true variety show. Anything I'm really interested in, people I'm interested in, causes I'm interested in. And my guest this evening is very much, as I said, a, a music person. His name is Jeff Cummings. He's the founder head of Mama Montgomery Area Musicians Association. Jeff, how are you? This hey, evening? I'm doing great, Joey. Thank you so much for having me, man. Now, would you agree that there is that difference between, yeah, okay, I listened to this song when I was younger, and it was a hit, and I liked it, and then there are people that are like music people, whatever genre, but they're music people. I, I guess so. You know, the funny thing was, just before I got here, I met with a friend of mine and, and uh, uh, got him a ticket for an upcoming event, and she had her son with her, and he's, I guess he's probably five or six years old. And uh, she said, he plays the air guitar. And I, and I said, you do? He was kind of shy, you know. He goes, yeah. I, I said, well, let me tell you something. I said, when I was a kid, I used to get up on the table in the living room, and I played air guitar, too. And he looked at me kind of like, you know, with that, with a furrowed brow, like, are you, are you telling me for real here? And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I used to do that. And I would get on the table and play the air guitar, and the audience would go, Oh, yeah, you got to imagine. And he smiled. I'm like, you do that, don't you? He goes, yeah, I do that. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it starts when it starts. But I think, uh, you know, at an early age, uh, if kids can discover music, it certainly gives them an opportunity to expand into it. And, uh, boy, what a savior it's been for me, you know? Well, and you are, that's a big part of the cause over Mama. And we've had these conversations before, but, I mean, this is ongoing, and I want to see it keep growing. Uh, you have an upcoming educational opportunity, right? We do. You know, one of the things that we're really big on is uh, music education and paying it forward uh, to the younger generation because, and I think probably every musician uh, has a story about the time when they were young and some seasoned musician took the time to help show them something or a chord on the guitar or notes on the piano and, and got them interested in and that's what happened to me. I won't go into all that at this point, but but it happens to almost everyone at some point in time. But you know, um, it doesn't happen every time to everyone. Sure. And so I think uh, with 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 what we're trying to accomplish and what we have accomplished in the past with these workshops is we go to areas where the kids might not have access to the to those types of opportunities, and uh, we will bring in uh, seasoned musicians. Uh, you know, in every instrument class, and uh, and we'll do different focuses at different workshops, and we have done four so far, and we have our next one coming up. It'll be a week from this Saturday, which is uh, Saturday the 11th, starts at 10:30 in the morning, and it's uh, it's uh, for kids. I believe I believe the age class 
is uh, I think it's uh, I want to say it's like uh, fifth grade and up mm-hmm. in that in that in that age class. Now we've done them all age classes. It's going to be at the Chisholm Boys and Girls Club, and we're going to focus this time on percussion and harmonica. Okay. Believe it or not. Which is one of your specialties. It, it is, but, you know, there's some other real specialists in town, too. Uh, a very good friend of mine, uh, John Bull, is a fabulous har- harmonica player. We call it harp in the blues. Harp yeah, player. blues harp, yeah. And, you know, John was just recently uh, it, uh, admitted into the Alabama Blues Hall of Fame uh, about a month ago. And uh, John's duo with Ed Pickett, and Ed's been playing around forever. Ed's great. Uh, they... they uh, they they had a blues uh, competition, the same one that King B went to a couple of years yeah. uh, last year, and they do uh, solo duo as well as band. So they went as a solo duo and won the Birmingham uh, regional qualifier, and they'll be in Memphis. So uh, you know John Bull will be there working with those kids. Jim Geiger, another great local musician who's versatile, plays yeah. all kinds of instruments. Harmonic is one of his. He'll be there. We'll have some some guitars uh, guitarists there to accompany some drummers uh, I think uh, I think John Etheridge will be there drumming uh, John's a great player we've had Tommy Beavers in the past uh, Tommy's a Grammy award winning drummer from right here in Montgomery you know it goes back to the old school you know where they played with with Tommy Shaw you know uh, back in the day and sure. yeah a lot of culture here but yeah we're just, we're just trying to pay it forward because you know what who's who's going to be the next uh, the next uh, star or the next musical uh, uh, success story that we have in this area. It's going to be someone the next generation. Well, and it, it creates connections, and I'm, I've got to start with a little bit of a story where I uh, had a guy go and like my Facebook page yeah. for the show, and his name's Wilson Harris. Okay. And I met him when I was 16 on a cruise. And he was playing, he had a guitar. I was. I brought a guitar from the cruise. He was another guy I brought a guitar on the cruise. Yeah. And I was really into Stevie Ray Vaughan at the time and old cool. blues music. I, that My first love was Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And uh, I want to really talk about this with a, uh, a guest we'll be having that you set up. We'll get into that in a little while. But, yeah, really. Um, there's this moment, like on that Led Zeppelin DVD that came out a few years ago at the beginning of Since I've Been Loving You, where Jimmy Page and his usual kind of sloppy but you know very fierce yeah. up and down the neck. And I went, yeah. oh, I want to be able to do that. <laughs> so that's, you know, I get playing guitar and I go on this cruise and Wilson is sitting there and he's just doing a simple like A minor chord yeah. some variation on it just yeah. a simple funk uh, you know, a 16th full rhythm dun, dun, right. dun, 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 dun. And he's just sitting there playing it and then this uh, you know kind of buttoned up couple walks by and then he stops and does the burn 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 you sexy mother. <laughs> and so he's singing Prince's Sexy MF. So we were having so much fun when people I would come into it. the elevator and we'd play that. <laughs> he started playing Purple Rain. And uh, Skipper actually reminded me that this is the anniversary of when the Purple Rain tour kicked off. And there was this moment where all these people on couches uh, next to us in the cruise, you know, main way were... Uh, they weren't paying attention to us and then they heard his chords he was playing they right. started singing along and right. it was like magic to me <laughs> who is this Prince guy and the rest is history I've become obsessed but with uh, with Prince Quincy Jones made a prediction and I think it happened to me a little too much 
Uh, Quincy said that my worry is that Prince is going to inspire people not to get out there and meet other people. Mm -hmm. With new technology, they're yeah. going to stay in the room. They're going to be the drummer. They're going to be the guitarist, the bassist, all these things. And they're not going to get out and meet other players, yeah. and, which is really the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. And have you seen that with some of the young or with some people out there where it's like, okay, come on, get out of your studio. Let's just have fun. And I know y'all have meetups. And well, you know, it, it depends it depends on the person, but we, we we see more and more of that. You know, when you create opportunities, that's the first thing that has to happen. Uh, uh, you know, for the longest longest time, uh, there was a real lull in, in the area where there just really wasn't that many opportunities. We, we've worked as an organization through MAMA to create a lot of those opportunities, you know, to do a uh, jam sessions, open jam sessions, and and we have seen a lot of other venues uh, come alongside and do their open mic nights and their jam sessions and those types of things. Or if it's just a bunch of guys sitting around picking guitars or banging on the bongo or the conga or whatever, um, but uh, we, we we've seen some development there, some and some progress there. Uh, we just had our our as a matter of fact, it snuck up on us uh, two months ago. We had our fiftieth consecutive monthly third thursday M mama jam session which right now we're having those at the blue iguana in prattville and uh 50 is that's 50 months you know yeah. and we've never missed and we've had i don't know how many musicians over that period of time that have come out there maybe didn't know anyone or maybe they did or maybe they hadn't played in a while or maybe they were practicing all the time but they would come out there see the opportunity take it and uh perform meet mingle network and we've seen bands uh, form up out of that we've seen partnerships form out of it we've heard recorded music that has been created because of those things good stuff and uh it's always good to get out and mix it up when you're when you're um when you're a musician you know and 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 also too nothing tightens you up as a player as a performer than a live audience oh yeah. you can rehearse all you want in your bedroom or in your garage but uh, you're going to get better every time you get on the stage because that's that's when it counts and something happens subconsciously in our minds as perform performing artists and when you really bear down and you get better well and there's something to um radio i've experienced it we're like the show we're doing right now yeah. it's live the audience is out there yeah. they're listening and it's there, there's a little more energy in the room than when i do a pre-recorded segment right there's and nowhere to hide right exactly now. <laughs> you can really mess up uh i was about to say f up and yeah. uh yeah and like you have this to show doesn't it. have a delay on it oh, have, it has uh, a little bit of a uh, delay okay. but please do not <laughs> No, the effing FCC Beep. is yeah. out there and listening. I don't want any complaints sent in. Waiting them. in the wings. Uh, <laughs> but we have this partnership going on. Blue Water does with uh, your organization. Yeah, think big thing going on tomorrow night at the fair. Man, we are so stoked about this. You know, it's it's wonderful when uh, when you see the community begin to come together and, and get behind and support. Uh, you know the efforts that that we've been trying to do, and we've we've had some support. You know, I'm not saying this is the first that we've had, but but boy, how how huge is this? You know, um, uh, Rick Peters um, took it upon himself to approach us and came out and attended a couple of meetings, and has been has been aware of what we've been doing and has been working with us. You know, and and uh, and helping us promote prior shows. But uh, this event uh, was kind of kind of uh, the his his brainchild. You know, and, yeah. Uh, for the first time, um, well, you know, uh, Randy Stevenson at the fair told me this was the first time 
that they have devoted a, an entire night at the at the Alabama National Fair to showcase local artists. Yeah. And so we have a, a superb lineup four bands that'll be playing at the Garrett Coliseum main stage tomorrow night at the fair. I think admission's only $12 to get into the fair, and, and that covers the cost of everything, so the concert is free. Once you're in there, you know, the concert's there. It's going to be uh, four styles of music, so we're we're branding this a little bit off of our, our proven concept at the Mom Over Montgomery, Montgomery event that yeah. we have, yeah. where we have five bands of five genres. Um, we're doing four bands because of time constraints. Four bands, four genres. So we're going to have uh, have country, uh, and it's going to be uh, the River Rats. Uh, that's uh, Andy Norman, Tommy Beavers, uh, uh, Beverly Crampton, Ray Goss. They'll have a steel player, and uh, it's going to it's going to be killer. They start at five o'clock. They're going to play for forty five minutes. There'll be a fifteen minute changeover, and then. Uh, Local power trio OTI outside the inside, uh, which is Steve Wingard, Mark Deplanche, and Neil Young. These guys have been playing together since they were, you know, in high school. Yeah. They are the most versatile, tightest. Uh, I don't know how many songs they have on their set list. Probably hundreds that they could they could do just off the cuff and do them well. But they also have some really good original music. So they're going to be playing some of that tomorrow night too, oh. mixed in. Uh, that's going to be awesome. So they'll go on at 6. And then uh, uh, yours truly, uh, King B, uh, me and my guys, that's myself, Dan Cunningham, Emery Kidd, AJ Maestro Hebrew, uh, super, super talented guys that I have the luxury uh, and the blessing to have supporting me in my endeavor to create art. And so we'll go on and play some blues and some blues rock and some stuff some original stuff yeah. off our CD. Uh, we'll go on at 8. And then we have Funk Nation yes. in the house. And uh, those guys right there, you better buckle your seatbelt, man. Funk Nation, uh, that pretty much says it all. Well, pretty uh, much. It's uh, uh, Chinese William and his and his uh, motley crew of funksters that will be out there laying down the funk, you know. And uh, those guys killed it at the... Uh, at the uh, Mom over Montgomery at the RSA back in the summertime. So we're glad to have those guys back out. So we've got it all covered, you know. We've got country, we've got funk, we've got blues and rock, and we've got we've got progressive modern rock with OTI. OTI. Good stuff tomorrow night, you know, uh, at the fair. It's all ages. Come on yeah. out, support it. We, we, just, we, we just are so grateful uh, for you guys at Blue Water for uh, stepping in there and supporting... Uh, the endeavors that we're trying to do to create uh, a more fertile ground, let's yeah. say, here well, in oh, Montgomery, you know, for, for music and art. Absolutely. And I find myself getting the itch again where I want to create Dude, something. you need to get in the studio, man. You need to get that stuff out of your head. It's going to drive you nuts. It is driving me a little It crazy. will, dude. It will. It's got to come out of there. Now, I have some old stuff, actually. Well, it may be old to you, but if no one else has heard it, how old could it be? It's well, new to them. Well, I was actually playing it last night uh, when I was talking to Ron Bishop. Well, I, I, and it's not that great, um, but I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, I'm, I was listening to too much Daft Punk at the time, <laughs> and it's just like, I, th again, this is the problem with like sitting in your room while my friends play video games. I did this, right? And so it's simple. It's not that well mixed or mastered, but it's got the basic rudiments of you know a song. Sure, man. Listen, hey, you know, there's there's a there's a lover of art. You just got to find the person that digs it. Yeah, you got to get it out there. You know, it's a good place to start. Well, and I've 
I used to be this guy like, oh, I want any sort of face-melting solo, man. <laughs> any sort of guitar solo, dude. And I've learned from more, maybe it's the older I get, more I listen, that it's about where the solo is put it in is. the song. It is. It is. And it's also about what notes you don't play. Yes. How much space is in there. Uh, you, <clears throat> you hear... Uh, you hear people play, you know, everyone has a different style. And like I said, there's always an appreciation. Someone's going to appreciate it. You know, it's just how many people, what, what are the, what's the, uh, the, the, the stats on it? Uh, if you play to 10 people and one person really loves it and the rest of them leave, right. you might need to work on it a little bit. But the point I'm making is, uh, is, is you hear, you hear certain players at different stages of their development. Uh, they'll try to cram too many notes into something. And I, and, and I'll tell you, uh, what I appreciate is when there's, it's more, there's, there's more time taken. It's like the story of the old bull and the young bull. You yeah. ever heard that? We, we may not want to tell that on the air. But, <laughs> you know, one wants to run down there, and the mm. other said, let's just walk down there. Yes. You know, and take well, care of everything. That's yeah. crucial, especially, I've learned, with funk music. Yeah, it is. Is relax, ease, and a little behind the beat. Take that's a right. deep breath. Because funk, if you go too fast, it ends up being this frenetic, like, oh, it okay, is. it's a little too much. It is. And, you know, the, the sign of a great song... Think about about whatever your favorite songs are. The sign of a great song is not necessarily how complex it is. It's how uh, the reference word that we use is hooky. Mm. Is there a hook to it? When you hear it one time, do you walk away from it with something caught in your head? And it's tough to catch a, a 197-note solo and walk out with that in your head. But you can take a five- or six-note solo, play with expression, and authority and, and and timing and uh and and that can get stuck in your head well and on the subject of hooks you know you have great artists who produce their own material who yeah. write their own hooks yeah. but you also have incredible producers you do uh so there's like the was it rick call from muscle shoals tradition yeah. and the swampers but you also get and this is the album of the day i went and grabbed it off the shelf and put it on uh, this we found it's an old vinyl uh, pressing of it uh, backstabbers yeah backstabbers and gamble and huff i featured an album they did with the oj's yeah. a few weeks ago called in philly and you sort of hear them getting their uh, their groove together right. and working together they're right. sort of old staples like they do a cover of the beatles something um but and backstabbers they just hit it perfectly <laughs> and you're talking about hooks i mean everybody like you begin yeah and they almost make the hooks in the music everywhere it's the vocal it's the piano that's right it's the drums everything's an instrument in its own proper place and folks know this song folks know love train yeah but the one that i really love off the album is the first song on the album and again, there's something about Gamble and Huff and their production qualities, and a few other folks helped arrange, but it always sounded so big. Mm -hmm. But the OJs are three voices, and they're yeah. not multi-tracking that much. They're not you know, layering on, it's not like Boston putting on 40 guitar tracks. It right. really is folks actually in the room playing, but they had this way of recording where it sounded so big. So anytime, folks, just my suggestion, you want to test out a sound system, Put on some OJs. Yeah, Anything right. Gamble and Huff. Um, and the song I love is the first one on the album, When the World's at Peace. 
a little funky. It's 72. You're getting away from the Motown stuff. It's, 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 almost, it's almost a rock driving vibe funk. And listen to the horn section there. The stabs there. They're right in the right spot. Well, and then they do this turnaround coming up here that is like... It's James Brown, it's Michael Jackson, it's Prince. Any funk turnaround that's about to happen here. If that don't get your motor running, dude, your tank's out of gas. Well, and they just had, they have such a great touch in. I got on this OJ's kick. Um, and I need to get out, though, like, of this. I'm on this funk R&B soul kick where it's Johnny Taylor. Dude, listen. It's, uh, funk soul R&B is, is, I love it. That's, that's where it's at for, for me, man. I mean, I love it. It's the backbone of a lot, though. I mean, on all this, I can't help but think of where I started, which is old blues. Yeah. Where it blew, these guys are essentially taking what the old blues players did and making it a little, a little more, a few no, yeah. different changes, more notes, yeah. but the the same sort of principle is there. It came out of the blues. Well, literally everything really did. To tell you the truth, even jazz came out of the blues. You know, the blues came out of gospel. So there you go. Well, and there's something I I want to do a show where it's like, what does freedom sound like? Yeah. Like, and it's going to be a lot of work where I go over the lyrics and how people express freedom. Like, there's a Johnny Taylor song, I'm Free. All it really is about is a breakup, and I'm free of your crazy ass. Mm-hmm. Um, like, But then there's other songs where it's freedom and it's more of a social concept. But yeah. then I love the idea of gospel in particular, where it's folks who are creating that music are not free. And they're longing to be free. Right. The music sort of puts them in a place where they feel like they have power in their lives. Breaking the chains, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all inspiration, man. That's what music is. Music is love and inspiration. You know, it's creativity. It's uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's music. That's why we love yeah, it so it much. You know, you can connect to it. Well, and I'm trying to get folks to think of it not like a, uh, a commercial product, though there's nothing wrong with it being a, a product. I think it's a beautiful thing, and we wouldn't have yeah. this music without well, markets and money. Th- this, um, this day and time, it's a whole lot less of a product than it once was. I'm just telling from the business side. Oh, really? Well, it really, I mean, you know, when the record labels had everything kind of locked down, uh, you know, they were, bands wanted to get signed, that was the only way, and, and they, they controlled everything, and bands made a little money you know and now you know, there's music everywhere I, I was i hate to say this you know but i'm just going to be very candid you yeah. know uh, I, I can't remember the last time i bought a cd you oh. know i mean when's the last time you went and bought a cd or i stream everything you stream everything or i listen to vinyls you listen to vinyl yeah and uh you know you, you go on for 99 cents for, for a download yeah. and, and and you see a lot of artists now it's it's pay what you want yeah. Have you noticed that? I like that. Concept. Well, and and so what they're what they're going they want to get their music out because let me tell you where the shift is happening. And this is this is just my opinion. I mean, I'm, there, there may be some listeners that disagree and they they may rightfully have the justification to do so by their own experiences, but based on my experiences, if you're going to going to try to make a, a decent living, 
and decent is relative uh, to what you you know what you need to have. If you're going to try to make a decent living today as a as an artist as a musician, you've got to be willing to tour because that's the only way you're going to really make any money is yep. is is live shows and selling merch. You need merch and you need live shows. Uh, if you think you're going to record an album and sell a bunch of CDs or sell a bunch of downloads or get it on Spotify or 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 XM Radio or whatever and take it to the bank, you can forget it. Well, you got to get out of your your own space. Uh, where it's not like oh, and I've made the mis- this mistake. I think a lot of folks do that. Oh, I'll get popular on social media in some way whether it was some stunt or I find something that's trending or I'll get lucky. Whereas if you do the hard work of touring, actually meeting people, then you get a real following. That's exactly right. And it doesn't have to be huge. It could be 30,000 people across the country. And that's if they're dedicated fans that will buy your stuff, who will support you. You can make an all right living to it. You're always going to be better. Just like any other scenario, you know, if you're if you if you're going to meet someone, you're going to be better face to face than over the phone. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, uh, or or over you know uh, online, you know, chatting or whatever. <clears throat> when you get face to face with your audience as a as an artist, that is your opportunity to connect on every level, and um, that's where it's at. That that's where it's at today. So, guys, if you're thinking about making a living in the music business. <clears throat> You better, if you're married, have a long talk with your spouse. Let her know that you're not going to be home very much. Yes. Uh, if you're not married, uh, don't get engaged. <clears throat> Go on the road and uh, and tour and uh, and live it, love it, and uh, make it count. Or marry a musician that's in your band. <clears throat> Though that well, didn't work out for some bands. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it works out occasionally, but... Uh, there's a lot of it's a challenging career field. Let's oh, just put yeah. it that way on a lot of different levels. Well, and it can be frustrating. Well, you have different visions on what a song should be. You do creative differences. Um, you know, if you can work with a with a group of people um, that, that's on the same page, that's a wonderful blessing. And I'll tell you something else. Uh, again, this is just my opinion, but uh, if if you're you know, ego is not your friend. Um, uh, if you're trying to create music, and uh, I'm talking about if it's if it, it, let's use me for an example, if 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 I'm dead set on something, and you know, and my ego is 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 so strong that I'm not going to take anyone's opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to override everyone. Uh, I'm limiting myself by their ability to, to to help me create something beyond my scope of thought. And uh, sometimes it's tough to turn loose of that ego, but yeah. uh, I'll tell you one of the first things that 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 I did with with the guys I'm playing with now with King B, when we first got together, I said there's just a couple rules. Really, there's only one, and the rule is there's no ego in this band, and so uh, it's going to be a, a collaborative, creative effort, and uh, and so far it's worked out well, but it hadn't always been that way for me. Oh, I yeah. imagine we and we don't have to get into the dirty stories no. just tonight. But we got to hit a quick break here. My guest tonight is Jeff Cummings with the Montgomery Musicians Association, Montgomery Area Musicians Association. Yeah, Mama, Mama for short. And on the other side of this, I kind of want to talk about how the opportunity is out there for people to create. The costs are coming down. Yeah. And uh, a special guest you hooked me up with, a preview of that show. Absolutely. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Joey Clark.
Joey Clark. Well, welcome back to the program. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. The album of the day is Backstabbers, 1972. The OJs, a Gamble and Huff production. I love their stuff. This song is called Who Am I? And I was talking with my guest, Jeff Cummings. We're on air and off air. The conversation continued about the uh, ego and setting it aside. This song is about that in many ways. Who am I? That thing's about a breakup, though. Who can't face the words goodbye? But the change here, folks, is surprising. The musical change. The arrangements there are just so 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 spot on. Man. It's it's so well done, and also I've listened to a lot of that '70s soul music. There was this, um, it's what uh, I think some feminists would call not jokingly toxic masculinity, where you Bill Burr has a joke about it. Right. The, to be a man, you have to act like you know what you're doing always and suppress your feelings. Right. And there's a lot of old soul songs that are. Uh, I cry, we cried together, right. and I cried last night. A lot of right. vulnerability in that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm really not that tough. You know? <laughs> right. I don't want to be that tough. Yeah, it's cool stuff, man. You know, the, the story behind the lyric and the inspiration and the the music coming together and the arrangement, and it just connects with, with uh, the listener on, now, on so many levels, you know? Now, do you like, though, sometimes to leave, uh, say, an obscure lyric or a great song you love, a little mysterious, not get too much into it? Yeah, occasionally it depends on the, on the message and the story. You know, we, as we as we write, you know, sometimes you can, you know, you want to be a little veiled, you yeah. know, to leave it open to the imagination. And, and sometimes you can be, you can be so veiled that, that the listener will never get the point that you're trying to make. So you got to find the the balance. Well, there. I talked about Steely Dan a few weeks ago. So they're an example. I yeah. like some of their stuff. Some of their yeah. stuff is very inaccessible. Though. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's part of the challenge of, of being a, of writing writing a lyric. You know, I also have that that conversation with uh, with Dan, my guitarist, the other day. And uh, you know, it's not a lot of musicians write lyric because it's not easy. You know, there's a lot of you know musicians that play, but they just don't write, and it, it's not as easy as you would first imagine because you run into those. You know, well, what's the story here? What should this line be? And a lot of times, one word or two can make all the difference. You know, as to whether that's really going to connect or not. And then some of the greatest songs ever come out in five ten minutes too yeah sure it just flows some days you're hitting your head against the wall sometimes it just flows it does man it does and sometimes if you overanalyze it you'll screw it up you know if it's flowing don't overthink it just let it go you know let let it flow the 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 best litmus test is to play it live a few times and see see if the audience is getting into it see if head starts rocking you know head start rocking or feet start tapping or People come up to you after the show going, I've got that in my head, you know. Then you know you're on to something there. 
Now, I want to talk about uh, somebody you've set me up with uh, later this month on the 17th. Yeah. I'm just going to give the floor to you. And this, I'm excited about this, man. Man, I'm going to tell you what. I'm, I'm so, so stoked about this. So here's a story, guys and gals in Radio Land. If you have never heard of a young man, uh, his name is J.D. Simo. That is S long I M O Simo. Uh, this guy is phenomenal, and uh, he, he's a guitarist. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of his story because he's actually going to be live in the studio with Joey here in a couple of weeks. Uh, but when he's coming into town to do a show uh, with King B at the uh, Blue Iguana in Prattville. And uh, we're bringing in all, all the, the sound production. It's going to be non-smoking on the venue side. Um, we're going to be doing a show with J.D. Simo and his band. Uh, this band is his namesake band, Simo. And uh, they just finished 200 shows or so, a uh, European tour, a couple of them wow. coming across the country. They're, they're selling out shows in L.A. and New York. And the reason why is this 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 guy is f- absolutely phenomenal. And uh, let me tell you where I first heard him. Um, I, I told you this off the air, but I'll share it with the audience. So about three years ago, uh, uh, he got booked on a routing gig. And there's a spot here on Cottage Hill in Montgomery. You may be aware of it, most of you. Uh, it's called the Sanctuary, and if you're not, you should check it out. They do yoga and comedy yeah, shows. They do all, all sorts of stuff. It's like, it's like a creative arts center, you yeah. know, and and it's really a cool venue. Um, but uh, they had Simo in there, and I, I'm going to stretch it and say there were 12 people there, yeah. maybe. And uh, you know, 10 of those were guitar heads who who had already kind of heard about this guy who want to go hear him for ourselves and uh anyway he absolutely blew everyone away and it, it was he was playing like there were five thousand people there but uh uh simo you know he he's been playing since he was 15 years old he's out he went to nashville he's played up there on broadway for many many years started a band uh not long before i saw him and uh Here's the here's the, here's the the litmus test w- with that. Uh, Joe Bonamassa, who if, if you if are into blues at all or blues rock, you know who Joe Bonamassa is. Oh yeah. Joe Bonamassa heard heard JD play and uh, began to, to to bring him on some of his show dates and bring bring him on stage. And Joe Bonamassa uh, said on stage, he said, "There's JD Simo, the, the best guitarist out there today." Quote, quote unquote. I saw the video. You know, it was a cell phone video. Somebody took it. Uh, <laughs> but Joe Bonamassa was impressed. And uh, ultimately, Joe put him on his uh, his blues cruise, JD. And uh, we did a show with him in Montgomery about three years ago. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was two years ago. Uh, in May the 1st of, uh, of 15 was a show. And uh, he came in, and he, and he, he just killed it. And uh, since then, he has absolutely taken off. Uh, Rolling Stones did a write-up on him. Uh, he's been in Guitar Player Magazine. He's actually got they got a feature story this month on him. Uh, uh, another fan of his is Kirk Hammett of Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put it out there. <laughs> Kurt texted a picture the other day of him holding Simo's CD. He's a huge Simo fan. On this last album, uh, uh, J.D. played uh, Dwayne Allman's guitar. It's a half a million dollar, 59 Les Paul Gold Top that was entrusted to him for the entire album. He's, he's played, he's actually took that guitar on tour with him. But uh, JD is the most humble guy 
as talented as he is, if anyone ever had an excuse to to be a you know you know a butt a butt about things, oh sure, he would be the guy. But let me tell you what, he is as nice of a guy as he is talented. And he's coming in to do to do a live show with you, Joey. I, we got the uh, confirmation today on that. I'm excited for this. Uh, it'll be November the 17th of Friday. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing a Friday show at the Blue Iguana with uh, King B and, and J.D. Simo's band, Simo. Uh, music will start at 8.30. Uh, we're not going to follow Simo. We're going to open for him, even though it's our show. Uh, so King, King B will open at 8.30, and uh, Simo will come on around 10.00. And uh, so I think he's going to be on the air with you six to seven. So yeah, uh, he's going to do some live music for you in here too. Uh, is what I'm understanding. That's what I'm hoping for because you know Rolling Stone and those publications can do write ups and they can get real in depth into somebody's yeah. background. The advantage we have on radio is we can share the audio. You can, you can share the audio. And it's one thing for me to play old albums and music from old albums, and for me these old things are new. I'm just discovering them. Yeah. But to find somebody who is really on his rise who really you. knows what he wants to do and he's he's a master of his craft to be able to say okay i need to get out of the way uh because you sir are a genius at this <laughs> and go ahead and play and he's just the nicest guy you he know? really is i mean he, he he i can't say it enough uh if you get it you guys get a chance to come out to that show friday november the 17th i highly recommend it and let me just go ahead and say this any guitarist out there if you have ever picked up a guitar you need to move heaven and earth to be at this show to see jd sima when I when I heard him a couple of years ago, I stumbled into the sanctuary. I hadn't felt that way about a guitarist, you know, the fir- having heard it for the first time since I heard Stevie Ray Vaughan in the eighties. That that's how I felt about it. And then when I came out of that, I shared that with a couple of my friends, and they looked at me like, "Oh yeah, really? Yeah, really." And so since then, now he's blown up. Imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> somebody out there with uh, money and uh, you know whatever a promoter realized, hey, this guy he yeah. saw the same thing as you. Yeah, but it, it's it's a ten dollar advance ticket, guys. I mean, I don't know, you know. If there's a better deal walking, you need to jump on it. Uh, $10 advance ticket, you can get that those tickets uh, online. Uh, you can go to King B's Facebook page. You get them there to, on our event listing. You can get them at the Blue Iguana. You can get them at Lance uh, Lissenby's Music Shop in Prattville, Alabama. You can get them at simo.fm online. And uh, $10 advance, 12 at the door. We're expecting a hard sellout. I um, mean, he's been selling shows out across the country. It's sure going to be. It's, it's going to be a little. Uh, I'll be a little miffed if we get to Prattville and can't get you know three hundred people to come out and see right. J D. Simo for, for the love of God. He's know. remarkable, <laughs> and I'm definitely going to uh, pump up the audience, and uh, because I am, I'm giddy uh, over here, and it makes me think of you saying that you're going to go in first. King B's going to go in first, and then he'll follow. It's the decision the Rolling Stones should have made. I've been watching like great moments in music history and it's uh, the Tammy Awards Uh, it's like the Teenage Music International or something like that that's right yeah and so there's all these different groups on like the Beach Boys were on it it's like uh, in the mid 60s and the Next to last, the penultimate act was James Brown. Right, and you watch most of the concert is fun to watch, yeah. and but that James Brown act is like <laughs> that 
is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It will always be great. He is a legend. And then the yes. Rolling Stones had to follow. Right. That's a hard act to follow, man. Yeah, that's part of what we are talking about early. you got to know and let the ego go, okay? Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, I, I told my guys a couple of years ago when we first had JD, and they didn't even know who he was. They were just taking my word for it, except for Dan. Dan was there. I'm like, uh, yeah, he's on our show. We're bringing him in. We're opening for them. And they're like, what? I'm like, just trust, trust me. me. Trust me. And, of course, that I had no questions from the guys once once he came all on. So this time, it's just a no-brainer. Uh, it, it's it's a respect thing. It, it's, also, it's also called... Uh, 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 being smart, I guess you know. Well, like, you know, music in a way, tastes are subjective, but yeah. there is at a, at some point some objective standards where you're like that person, yeah. even if you can't put your finger on it, is on another level. Yeah, they deserve that. Res- and in any industry, I've found. absolutely, and 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 uh, he gets all my respect. And, and let me tell you something: the it's a trio. Bass and drums and JD on guitar and vocals. Uh, they are they have such a huge sound and uh, his rhythm section is killer. His uh, his drummer played with the Fiji Mariners before touring with, J- with JD. I don't know if you've ever listened to Fiji Mariners. Look them up. Fiji Mariners. Fiji Mariners. Check check those guys out. Okay. But uh, um, just just a wonderful opportunity for local music here in Montgomery. An opportunity to see an up-and-coming star, I promise you. I promise you. Come out to that show, you will not regret it. <laughs> now, who else out there in the music industry, in the music world, locally, or you've discovered them wherever, uh, is exciting you? Makes you go, oh, I... Yeah, because I have to say, I'm a music guy, but you yeah. get through in these slumps where it's like, I've heard it, i heard it. Oh, and then you're yeah. blown away. You know... Uh, I, I wish I could give you more examples. Uh, I, n- not, not that I'm anything special. I'm certainly not. But let me just say this. I, I, I'm not easily impressed. Sure. Um, when I hear it, I know it. And, uh, you know, with, with guitar right now, it's J.D. Simon. I haven't heard anyone since Stevie Ray Vaughan that, 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 that's inspired me, you know, from, from here and there. But there, there's some up and coming on the, on the countryside thing. You know, I dig the Alabama Shakes and what oh, they're doing. Uh, you talk about unique and original. Yes, uh, it's 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 not for everyone. I've had friends like I don't really dig it, but uh, it's I love it. I love their. Stuff. I love it. It's so creative and, and, and thoughtful. Uh, it sounds like Alabama. It too. does. It but 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 it has international appeal. Right. That's that's part of it too. Yeah, well, that was the formula of Shoals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got it, it's in the mud, and they were <laughs> Emily Hayes. I had her on. She was talking about they were. Just just called the shakes. Yeah. And it's like, well, you need to point out yeah. where you're from. Where you're from, the Alabama Shakes. And the, the, those guys are great. If you have if you ever have, have a chance to see them live, you should. Uh 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 St. Paul and the Broken Bones, oh, an, another act that I just remarkable. totally dig. And you know, it's 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 the white boy soul yeah. funk. Uh, and they pull it off, brother. Well, and the lead singer before he was the lead singer was a preacher. And it comes through in his delivery, you know. Uh, they they did a show recently at the Impact and just just killed it in there, um, you know. And 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 I'll I'll throw throw back and 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 pay a little homage to 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 an old school band that I heard, you know, back when I and I'm dating myself, you know. Boston was huge when I was coming up, and the thing about Boston it was really one guy. You know, right. in his basement, right. and uh, creating all that music, and uh, he got signed to the label. Uh, it's a uh, Dave Scholes, is that right? Uh, God, I, forgive me, guys, if I if I slay his name. Uh, I'm a musician, not a not an analyst. Um, but uh, 
he did everything in his basement, got signed. The, the label didn't even know he didn't have a band. And so he got signed uh, with that first release. So he went out and hired a band and taught them the songs. But, uh, but So that was years and years ago. Well, I saw Boston live at the Impact uh, a couple months ago when they came through town. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting, you know, that much. It's one of these legacy tours. Yeah, it's a legacy tour. The only original member, you know, basically was, was Schultz, you know. and But let me tell you something. That was the best live rock show I have seen in a long time. Mm. The production was phenomenal. They sounded better than the record. Everything was spot on. Light show, you know, pyrotechnics. It was the coolest, coolest thing. And um, so that was, that was refreshing. You know, some of these guys are still out there pouring their entire heart and soul yeah. into that music. You know, and Boston's been around for 30 years, I guess, or longer, you know, well, longer than that. Yeah, because I'm not going to say how old I am, but I'm <laughs> older than 30. But uh, yeah, so uh, but up and up and coming acts, you know, Jamie Johnson is a country act that oh, I really dig. Very good. Uh, he he's got Montgomery ties and uh, and just a real honest and vulnerable artist. And we were talking earlier. A lot of times, what draws people to music is the fact that it's not contrived, and uh, it's sometimes it's in those imperfections and the faults and the vulnerabilities that the artist is courageous enough to bear to the listener that really connects them to the music. Well, and I don't often gravitate to country, but Jamie's music uh, spoke to me in just the way you're talking about. That it's... um, It's... When somebody crosses over without trying to cross over, they are just so uniquely themselves and their experiences, and then it comes out through the music. Right. That's right. You know, and, and I think sometimes people, you know, the industry tries to put it in a box. Well, this is this is country, this is pop, this is you know rock, this is rap, this is blues. But a, a lot of your really really creative artists, they cross over because they can't help but cross over because they appeal to a much broader audience than just what's inside the box. Well, and they've got new ideas. They, they want to try new things out. They want to try new styles. And... It's part of the satisfaction of creating. Right. You know, that's what you're setting out to do. You don't want to paint paint by numbers. You know, you want to. To have a blank canvas, make your own, make your own mark, and uh, you know. well, and it's easier these days to make your own mark. That the cost of producing or having somebody else produce an album for you, it's, it's fallen oh, yeah. ridiculously. Oh yeah, the tech yeah. is there. Yeah, years ago I was partners. And I'll say this quickly because I know we're up against it, but I bought a, bought a studio and a recording studio and uh, and tried to run it for. Well, I hired an engineer to run it. And uh, I, but the reason I bought it is I had been recording that studio for a long time, and a friend of mine owned it. So when he got ready to sell it, I went ahead and, and bought it and tried to run it. But uh, studio time fifteen twenty years ago was uh, sixty seventy bucks an hour <laughs> with a four four hour minimum block. And if you're going to do a project, you're going to spend many many hours in there. Today, you can get better sound than they were getting 20 years ago in those high-end studios because of the advances in technology, and it's much more affordable. And it's allowing the the average Joe who, who has some things that he wants to create and put on tape an opportunity to be heard and be professionally produced to an extent. Exactly, and that's what has me so excited. And 
again, music to me is uh, more than just a product, but just a product isn't a bad thing. We can make money. We can sort of enrich each other's lives in that process. But it's also, at the end of the day, you said it's love. It's the message. It is, man. Um, and there, you can learn a lot about yourself and others just listening or creating music. Uh, there's a lot to be learned. And, and really, there's no end. There's no, like, oh, I jumped through that hoop, I reached that summit. It's an ongoing process. I think it's going to be something, certain songs, certain artists that I'll love till the day I die. Absolutely. And and certain artists, you can hear one phrase or a few notes of a brand new song that you've never heard, and you know it's them before you ever even read the label to see who it was. Then you know you're on to something. Well, Jeff, I really appreciate you coming by tonight. And, folks, go out to the fair. Yeah, man, we're going to have a ball tomorrow night. Local music tomorrow night at the fair. So when you're there, go to the fair, have fun at the festivities, but be sure to check out the concert. Absolutely. Everybody loves the fair. We've got four bands on tap for you tomorrow night. Thanks to Blue Water for your support. Thank you, Joey. Well, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, man. Uh, It's been fun. I'll have to have you back. And uh, keep me posted. Keep me updated. I will. I'll come back anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening, folks.